into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Tuesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Your host, Buck Rising, proud as always to be presented to you by Brimac Mechanical. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs is what Brimac offers you. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, Gary Ashton, is where you go for your dream address without the stress. That's where you go to sell your home for more with the best intel in all of Middle Tennessee, GaryAshton.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports. Gets you in on all the action. I'll tell you about how you can make some free bets, make some money, make some free bets using the promo code A2Z Sports later on. And of course, Two Rivers Ford, the best Ford dealership in the state of Tennessee. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what's happening at the University of Florida? Well, if you didn't watch college football over the weekend, you know that Samford, S-A-M-F-O-R-D, not Stanford, not Power 5, Pac-12 member Stanford, but Samford scored the most points against the University of Florida in a half, 42 in the program's history. This is an FCS school that has no business competing or staying in a game with an SEC caliber championship winning program. And that's exactly what they did. Now, Florida ended up getting the win out, but Dan Mullen, after the fact, stirred up Gator fans by pissing them off with his post-game press conference comments. And as we've watched what's happened at Florida since they've kind of gone off the rails this season and Dan Mullen probably is not long for that job, you start to see some of these things that remind you so much of Butch Jones at the University of Tennessee, basically starting around the 2016 season and the way that, frankly, both Butch Jones then and Dan Mullen now just flat out missed the mark on so many things. So tonight we're going to talk about it. The Butch Jonesing of Florida head coach Dan Mullen and the Two Rivers Ford take question that I would like to start with is this. In the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, let me know how much longer you think Dan Mullen is going to be the coach of the Florida Gators. You're going to hear from Dan here in just a second, the post-game comments that pissed all the Gator fans off and are probably going to have him out on his butt at the end of the season. How much longer is a day, a week, two more games to finish out the regular season? How much longer will Dan Mullen last as the head coach of Florida? Give me your answer. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That, of course, is tworiversford.com and, of course, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. Two Rivers Ford is such a fantastic place when you're considering the next vehicle purchase, whether it's new, pre-owned, or if you're even leasing. Two Rivers Ford will make sure that you find the perfect vehicle to fit your family's budget, your needs, your lifestyle. It They are there first and foremost to serve you. On top of all of the great Ford vehicles, quality American-made Ford vehicles that they have for you when you go visit them in Mount Juliet, they can do things like the Built For You program, which is if you go out to Mount Juliet and you don't see the exact vehicle that you want, whether it's the wrong color or it doesn't have the exact customizable features that you desire, you can build your own 
the Built For You program. You can customize your own vehicle. They'll build it for you. They'll deliver it right to your door. It's one of the many reasons why Two Rivers Ford is the best customer service around, the best Ford dealer in all of Tennessee. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, Jeff Rubel says of Dan Mullen, they may be laughing at him, but he has the last laugh because they haven't beaten him, which is true, right? Tennessee has not beaten Dan Mullen at Florida. And they were not favored in that game. I think that you saw clear and obvious deficiencies with, uh, with at the time, Hendon Hooker because he did play in that game. And, and you're learning more about what we think of Josh Heupel at this point, which is that he's exceeded expectations. Tennessee has won every game that they've been favored in and lost every game that they've been underdogs in. And that's basically what you should expect and what would be considered reasonable for Dan Mullen or for rather for Josh Heupel in his first year. But Vols fans, they're going to hate the Florida coach no matter what, whether they are able to beat him in a season or not. But at this point, I'm looking at this and saying, uh, you know, it's hard not to laugh at Dan Mullen when he's going full Butch Jones. Uh, you sure it isn't Sanford, says Jeff Rubel? Yes, I did. Say, no, it's Sanford. S-A-M. S-A-M is Sanford, the team that uh, that put Florida's feet to the fire this weekend, not Sanford. Uh, can't spell Butch without UT, says Mark Jones. Well, this one can because Dan Mullen wins against Samford, doesn't recognize the fact that this should be considered a disappointing loss and refuses to acknowledge the fact that they've just basically embarrassed themselves um, in front of their fan base, in front of their administration, in front of their boosters, uh, and just continues to trumpet and honestly goes at the media a little bit, starts barking at the media a little bit about the idea that he's not going to apologize for a win. I mean, I know 70 points, 700 yards, but does it feel like, I don't want to say like a kind of a bad performance in some ways. I mean, thank you, Trent Grimm from The Independent right there. No, but but, I mean, that's a win. I get it, I get it, Dan, but But no no team had ever scored even 42 points in the first half of. Yeah, I don't think, I think, I think, though, you look at that. I I don't think, uh, one, I I don't be, they're, they're, a football offensive football team, and they score points. They have some good players, so I I, I don't think uh, calling a win disappointing is disrespectful to the game, uh, no. and our players. I, I really do. You know, I'm going to pick on no, you as, as a Trent Grimm. Yeah. You have to stand. Don't you have to stand up? You got to say I'm Trent Grimm from the Independent. Um, but it is, and it's uh, you know, and and not you know, disrespectful to them. They're their quarterback. I'll tell you what. I mean, he made some throws now. I mean, it, it wasn't like I, like every play there was somebody, you know, we had a couple of blown coverages. But a, a bunch of those plays, he had, there were two DBs on guys, guys all over him. He had to put the ball in about a six-inch window down the field, and he put it there. Their receivers had to go make the plays and catch it. Uh, you know, he scrambled around, made plays. They, they made plays, uh, you know. And so uh, I know it's uh, – we're, we're enjoying the win because it's hard to win. It is hard to win in the game of football. And, uh, you know, despite different and, – and when you face adversity, we face plenty of adversity and not come out on the, on the right end of it. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say that because that would be kind of disrespectful to our guys, their guys, and the game of football. No, it, it was a little harsh, but 
it does, like this team's looking for some momentum, and it came out, and it falls in a hole against a team. That, but we got it now. Yeah. Got the momentum finishing. So when when I watched that press conference clip from Saturday, and that's Dan Mullen and the players dancing in the locker room. And listen, I'm not mad at the players, and I'm honestly not that mad at Dan Mullen for being on camera celebrating a win. Like, I don't think he knew he was on camera, and it's all fine, right? Like, it's not that deep. But what is a problem, if you're a fan of Florida, and Vols fans can identify with this, right? You recall the 2016 season where UT is playing Missouri at home and Butch Jones's team is watch everybody in the stadium. They're not really paying attention to what's happening against Missouri. They're focused on LSU and Florida because they know if LSU beats Florida, they are still in contention to win the SEC East. If Florida beats LSU, which they did, the Vols were mathematically eliminated from winning the SEC East after beating both Florida and Georgia. Butch Jones gets up to the press conference. Vols fans are frustrated. The stadium, basic, the people start to leave the stadium because at after eight wins, they feel deeply disappointed in the result. And Butch Jones gets up there and he's asked about being disappointed, if he's disappointed, about missing the mark for the SEC East. And he gets up there and basically gives the same response that Dan Mullen does, which is we're not apologizing for wins. And Maybe Dan Mullen at Mississippi State could get away with that. Maybe Butch Jones at, where was he before? Cincinnati could get away with that. Not at programs like Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Auburn. That's not acceptable. It's never been acceptable. It's never been acceptable. And Dan Mullen, the question that we've asked you guys is, how long do you think he'll last? Is it, you know, another game through the end of the regular season if they lose to Florida State, which is entirely possible? How long, how much longer do you think he lasts? Because that clip of him not being serious about it and making, he's talking to Trent Grimm from the Independent. I don't know how many of you watch uh, Ted Lasso, but that's a Ted Lasso reference. So he's cracking jokes at the press conference because they got the win. And it's just, it's not reading the room. And everybody else but Dan Mullen seems to understand it. And if he doesn't understand it, then he's not the right guy for the job. And it's very much Butch Jonesing. It's a full Butch Jones experience that Dan Mullen is going through. I'll tell you how much longer I think he's going to last. Let's read some of your comments. How much longer do you think he's going to last? Um, and then I'll tell you how much longer I think he's got. Blackout Jones says, next year, at Jeff Rubel believes the end of the season. Um, Cody Gupton says, fun fact, I listened to you today on 104.5 and Cortland Finnegan went to Sanford. Buck, I swear I remember that from 2006, 2007, I was 15. You are correct. Cortland Finnegan did go to Sanford. Mark Jones believes that it will be the end of year for uh, Dan Mullen. Jordan Estrada on YouTube says, of if he loses one or both of the last couple, he's gone. So let's take it. Uh, let's take a look at Florida uh, Florida's last two games of the season, shall we? Because everybody, two regular season games left for everybody. They're at Missouri this weekend. They host Florida State on rivalry week. So Thanksgiving, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, it'll be Florida State at Florida. 
if he loses to Florida State, I mean, really, if he loses to Missouri, uh, I don't think they're keeping Dan Mullen. There's just too many, there's too many red flags that this isn't the guy to move forward with. And I think that, you know, for all the jokes about Butch Jones, Butch Jones was a better coach at Tennessee than Dan Mullen has been at Florida. There's been some moments where you think they've got it figured out, like when they whooped up on Tennessee earlier in the season. And since then, everything, everything for Dan Mullen has spiraled pretty quickly, including uh, giving up 42 points and a half to Samford. It's just not how you do business. Ramil on Facebook Live says Dan Mullen slightly bounces back and get a contract extension and then gets fired too soon. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. If you're if you're a Vols fan, I would imagine you want, want him back at Florida um, at this point. Um, I uh, Chad Hogue says he's gone after the season, in my opinion. Uh, at the end of the season, three days after the game, says Stacy Wills. I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot to that, right? And I'll tell you how long how long I think that Dan Mullen's going to last. Right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B R Y M A K Brymac.com is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac is the best in the business, and they'll put you in your comfort zone. They got three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky. Brymac Mechanical is the spot to make sure that you've got your heat your heat functioning at a high level when it finally gets time to leave your heat on full time it was almost 70 it was like 70 degrees today so i i thought about turning back my ac on and i would have done it without a problem because i get preventative maintenance done on my hvac units at brymac mechanical b r y m a k brymac.com so i think that dan mullen you know it if he loses if, if he doesn't win out, he's getting fired. If he doesn't win out, he's getting fired at the end of the year. It's just the place where Florida resides at this point, where you're looking at this Gators team and you're looking at the way that, I mean, they really haven't looked, they haven't looked competent since Tennessee, since the first month of the season, since they gave Alabama all it could handle. And there's questions about how good Alabama is at this point, but Tennessee and Florida have the same record, five and five right now. And Florida just, I mean, Florida <laughs> is uh, is even worse in the conference than Tennessee because they're two and five. I think that Missouri, if Missouri, Missouri can, is deeply flawed. Missouri has its own problems. But I think that if this Missouri team, who's also five and five and in, technically in the conference, better than Florida at this point. If they can find a way to put it on the Gators uh, at home, I think, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm Florida's an eight and a half point favorite right now on the road. I would bet Missouri hard. I would absolutely bet Missouri hard because there's not an eight and a half point road favorite difference between Florida and Missouri at this point in the season. It's just not so. And in fact, if you're gambling, uh, I'm looking at this. Three and seven is Florida against the spread. Missouri's eight. Oh, no, they're two and eight. I read that wrong. I thought that said eight. No, I was about to say, damn, Missouri's eight and no against the spread. That's really good. No, Missouri's actually worse against the spread than Florida. So let me not cite, cite that incorrectly. But um, 
I would say to you that if Dan Mullen doesn't win out, he's gone at the end of the season. And he may be gone at the end of the season anyway, right? Like Ed O is going to be out. Dan Mullen is probably going to be out. He probably doesn't want to come back because there's talk about him exploring NFL opportunities as a, uh, whether he's a quality control coach, whether he's an assistant, whatever's going to happen, Dan Mullen doesn't want to be there anymore. And Gator fans don't want him anymore. So at a certain point, something's got to give. And I think we may be getting closer and closer to that point each and every day. What we're going to talk about next is that coaching carousel in the SEC right now because the LSU job is already open. We know that USC is going to be hiring at the end of the season as well, maybe Florida. So there's going to be quality SEC job openings with Ed O and potentially Dan Mullen on the way out the door. So I'm curious to know what you're thinking about this LSU job because there's a lot of names being floated and one in particular one I can for sure rule out that I'm going to tell you about and one that I think is pretty interesting that there was some reporting done by Tom Luganville of ESPN earlier today we'll get to that here in just a second right after I remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage actually what I'm going to tell you right right before I tell you about Gary's I'm going to ask you this question who is the next head coach at LSU. Give me your answer on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch, if you would be so kind. Who is the next head coach at Louisiana State University? Please give me your answer, and we'll talk about it together, because I don't think it's going to be Dan Mullen. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Dan Mullen at all. While you guys give me your responses, I'll tell you about Gary Ashton and his team, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. At GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team can offer to you. They're the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, of the Nashville Predators, who are currently down 2-0 on the road in Toronto right now, and of A to Z Sports Primetime. I got my home through the Ashton team. I could not be happier with my home. It is literally my dream address without the stress. It may, it, It's keeping me in Nashville. It's a, it's such a, It's such a damn good investment that Gary helped me make two years ago before the real estate market went nuts. And I am making major dividends off my dream address without the stress because I had sound real estate investment advice from the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So who's going to be the next coach of the LSU Tigers? Let's see what you're thinking right now. Butch Jones is Mark Jones. I don't think Butch is going to be up for what is, I'm curious. What's Butch Jones is uh, I'm going to look up. Where's Butch Jones right now. He's at Arkansas state. Correct. I have to, uh, I always struggle to spell Arkansas or Kansas. I don't know why I struggle with that, but I'm curious about what the Arkansas state red wolves, what their record is at this point, because Butch Jones I think is currently their head coach, if I recall correctly. So they are two and eight, Butch Jones. They're fifth, they're fifth in the Sun Belt. <laughs> Dear God. So yeah, I don't I don't think Butch Jones is going to be <laughs> I don't think Butch Jones is going to be the next head coach of the Tigers. Uh, I don't think oh God, LSU fans just cringed at the even the idea. Uh Miami job coaching job is coming open soon. New athletic director says Brad Lifford. Miami is also going to be an interesting. Uh, program to watch. Jordan Estrada says, saw Lincoln Riley's name floated out there. Yes, and that's by, floated out there by a credible source. 
Tom Luganville, who has been the recruiting expert at ESPN for decades at this point. Tom Luganville, nobody, Tom Luganville does not just put out information. And so when Luganville has the connections with these assistant coaches the way that he does because of his tapped in, tapped in-ness, is not a proper is not proper grammar, but you know you'll forgive me this time, because Tom Luganville is so tapped in with the assistant coaches, he's not just throwing that information out there half-heartedly. What he said earlier is he would not be surprised if Lincoln Riley, who's currently the coach of Oklahoma, and by the way, just lost a game, could be the next coach at LSU. So that is something that is legitimately credible at this point. Stephen Kim Sheridan says. Uh, Jeff Fisher. Uh, Jeff Fisher is going to be honored by the Titans this weekend in the Ring of Honor. I'm, I'm trying to get Coach Fisher on the radio show. So we'll see if we can't make that happen. Uh, Derek Rhodes says Lane Kiffin. I don't think I don't think Lane Kiffin is leaving Ole Miss right now. Uh, Bubba Nathan says you freeze. God. I just think there's too much crap there for not enough payoff with Hugh Freeze. I don't get the Hugh Freeze obsession. Um, Jeff Fisher. Hugh Freeze, I see a lot of Hugh. I'm shocked at how many uh, Hugh Freeze names I see. It may very well be Lincoln Riley, but the 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 person who I know it's not going to be is Jimbo Fisher. Now, Jimbo Fisher, who was an assistant at LSU under Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher. I think Jimbo Fisher's from the state of Louisiana. I should probably double check that before I uh, before I speculate recklessly. No, he's from West Virginia. So let me just shut the hell up. Um, Jimbo Fisher, who does have ties to Louisiana State, though, however, is not going to be the head coach at LSU. And I know so because Jimbo said so, but also because Ryan McGee of ESPN and the SEC Network was on my radio show this week. And he told us definitively after spending a bunch of time with Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo's not going anywhere. But I saw your colleague Tom Luganville get out there and say that he wouldn't be surprised if Lincoln Riley of Oklahoma is the next head coach at LSU, and I'm wondering if that's just a product of rumor mill after one Oklahoma loss or if that's something that actually makes sense. If if Luke said it, then there's something to it. Um, he, he's not, Tom's not one that just throws stuff up against the wall. He's not one that just says stuff just to say it. He's not going to say it, and, and he is so dialed in with all those assistant coaches because Tom has been the recruiting guru forever that he usually has a pretty good feel for it. And um, and I can tell you this, it ain't going to be Jimbo Fisher. Um, <laughs> it was so you know, good. It, it's, it's not. It's just it's not. You know, Marty and I went and shot those commercials that everybody's so tired of looking at now where we rode around in the pickup truck with Jimbo all day, and we spent the day on one of his two ranches that he owns at College Station to go with his third ranch that's in West Virginia. He just got a $15 million raise and you know, for, for, for playing on New Year's Day. And he just – uh, you know, we were just there a couple weeks ago. He's not going anywhere. I've never seen anybody happier. And so I just I don't I don't think that you know if you go to A and M, and and to me it's the most underachieving program in the history of college football, with the resources they have, where they're located, all those things. And Jimbo knows that, and they are paying him ninety million dollars. They had just spent like almost all that on the football stadium and facilities. He's good, man. I just I think he there's nothing that he can get at LSU that he can't get at Texas A&M. And oh, by the way, you know, big brother down the road uh, can't get out of its own way, and Jimbo's taking all the players. So I think I think he's pretty happy. So I would be now. Now all that being said, have this clipped off, and you can play it in my face in January when he takes the job.
So that's Ryan McGee of ESPN and the SEC Network. He's one of the best. He went to the University of Tennessee. He's uh, one of the best journalists that we have. And he was great today on a great many things. We talked balls. We talked Jimbo. We talked Lincoln Riley. Um, and you can check that podcast out on the podcast of my radio show, uh, The Buck Rising Show, wherever you find your podcast. But I can tell you it's not going to be Jimbo Fisher. And the idea that it could be Lincoln Riley is pretty damn interesting. But we'll have to wait probably a little while longer, at least until Oklahoma is eliminated from the college football playoff contention, as it seems they might very well be getting closer and closer to playoff time. Let's wrap things up with a gone viral video, shall we? We do it every Tuesday, and this one, I'm not going to lie to you. We have a lot of good gone viral videos, but this one is really damn good. The question that I want to ask you guys in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, what's your favorite part of attending a live football game? Now, I wrote initially for Producer Reed, or I told Producer Reed initially NFL, but I want to just say a live football game because college football has a ton of theatrics too. Now, obviously, the game itself is why you're there, right? That's the that's the um, that's the answer first and foremost. But outside of the game, what is your favorite part of a le- attending? a live football game. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. While you guys do that, I'll tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Football fans, I know you're ready to score some free bets this weekend, and you can do that when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers, who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. You can uh, combine multiple bets as well with same-game parlays that allow you to combine those bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2ZSports. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score, you score with promo code A to Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So, what's your favorite part of attending a football game in person? Uh, Karen O'Keefe says the atmosphere. Susan Solnick says the crazy atmosphere of college football games, unpredictable, hysterical, and very engaged fans. I'm dying to go to a real college football game. The only football, the only college football game, I've been to one Notre Dame game in my life. Notre Dame versus Louisville, uh, and that was my senior year of college, so that would have been back in 2015. But that's the, I mean, I've been to a bunch of Vanderbilt games because I used to do press box public address. Uh, for the Vandy home games, and that's not a real college football experience. Notre Dame was, but it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I want to see an SEC football game live and in person, though. One of these weekends when the Titans have a bye, or maybe they play on Monday or Thursday night, I'll get down to Neyland Stadium or get east to Neyland Stadium. But uh, at this point, you know my uh, my only NFL, my only football atmosphere experience is primarily NFL. Uh, Money Ray Lucas goes with the atmosphere. Cody Branch agrees with the college atmosphere. Mark Jones says, talking trash and getting drunk. Very aggressive, Mark Jones, but I'm happy for you, and I hope you're having a good time. 
uh, the wave, fight songs, all of the things. The, the, the larger point, though, is the atmosphere. And that is correct in, uh, in saying because the atmosphere at Titans games right now is really, really cool. And I thought they did a great job with their, you know, it was after Veterans Day. But in honoring Veterans Day this past Sunday, I thought the atmosphere at Nissan Stadium was rocking. So that's from the that's from the the helicopter flyover that they had. The one of the pilots was taking a video of the stadium below. You had the flyover. You had the anthem. Uh, it was really really cool to see and to be a part of um, because Titans games have had a legitimate atmosphere to them for the first time in my career covering the Titans. This was this is as good as uh, this is as good as Nissan Stadium has felt from a fan experience as humanly possible. I think that they've made the fan experience a lot better getting in and out of the stadium. I haven't heard any complaints and I know they've taken a lot of measures to make sure that getting in there is not a problem. Now I know traffic on game days can be difficult, but as far as getting physically into the stadium through the gates, the Titans games have markedly improved in that regard. Um, I think it's it is a cool clip. Says Ed is for UT. I think that the atmosphere of football games is always going to be the best part. Now, here's what I'll say: I would never go, I I would never go to an NFL game if I wasn't working. Right? Like I'm never going to go to an NFL game as a fan. One because I don't have an NFL team, but two uh, because I went to one in college. My grandma, who's uh, a massive uh, massive sports fan, and has lived in Indiana almost all of her life at this point, loves Peyton Manning, loves the Colts. So I took her to a Colts game. I think that was my junior year. It was Flacco versus Luck, Ravens, Colts. And I hated being there. I hated it. Um, I hated being the stands, hated being around drunk fans. Like, I just didn't like it. I didn't think I wanted my grandma in a place like that. Like, it just, it didn't really work for me. Now, maybe that's what the experience is like at real college football games. And I'm not going to like that either. I don't know. But I might, you know, I'm kind of spoiled from the fact that I, I get paid to go to games and I sit in a nice, comfortable area and it's air conditioned and it's out of the elements and there's a press box lounge with all kinds of food. Like, I don't want to be around a bunch of drunk screaming people. I don't. Um, but, you know, I'm in the far, I'm in the much, much, much smaller minority from that regard. Uh, the Titans will welcome you as a fan, Buck, says uh, Derek Roach. Well, that's... Uh, that's not what I do. I'm a reporter. That's the gig. Um, Flacco, Luck, two QBs who names, whose name sounds like cuss words. All right, Mark, settle down with your all caps. Got to get out of here before Mark gets too out of control. Fun primetime show. Radio show tomorrow is going to be great, too. 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Make sure you're listening. Titans back on the practice field. We'll talk some more Titans tomorrow night. Great articles up at A-Z-Sports.com. I wrote about Ryan Tannehill this week. I wrote about how the defense and how the team is taking on this 
It Ain't Pretty But It's Beautiful Attitude. There's a lot of great content being produced for you. And if you haven't sent me Music City mailbag questions, DM them to me. Anything about the Titans you want to know. Or if you just want to know about, you know, if you want to ask personal questions, you can do that too. We'll do them at the end of the podcast this week. Send them to my DMs on Instagram. That's at Buck Rising, R-E-I-S-I-N-G, just like you see spelled below. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Prime time tomorrow night at 8, radio tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, and uh, thank you, guys. <laughs>